everybody. Welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is Season 7, Episode 16, the one with the truth about London. London, baby. London, baby. Um, yes, we're back. Better than ever. Mm-hmm. I don't really know where I was going with that. But oh, okay. That's we are fine. always... We're, we're back. We're back. Um, <laughs> we've got an interesting episode today, and it involves a little bit of flashback, but it's kind of flashback, I think, that works and isn't lazy flashback. Agree. Fully Sometimes, agree. Yeah. I don't like a clip show. Not a fan. But this plays into the story. And when I was rewatching it, I don't know if you thought this too. In my head, much more of this episode was the one was about the truth about London. Like it was much more of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I it's not really all that much. Like it's a it's a major plot point, but they don't there's not a lot of footage. Well, I oh sorry, so so okay, question. Just to clarify, are you saying that you thought that a lot more of this was going to be in London itself or about talking about what happened in London? Uh, both, but but more so, like, I thought there was more flashback. Yeah, agree. I thought there was more flashback. Um, I was going to say for the second part of it, though, about the, like, talking about it, is it because that's in the DVD version and not in the TV version that we now are forced to watch like a bunch of losers? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Just like one theory. Just one theory from one scientist. Um, but yeah, it's not It's not all that, all that much about London. Um, so it starts off with... Monica and Ra- Monica and Rachel. Monica and Chandler asking, they're talking about the wedding, which makes Rachel cry, of course. Why wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> and uh, they're talking about how they can't, oh, I guess that was the last episode. <laughs> anyway, um, they're talking about how they can't figure out who they're going to have marry them. Right. And one guy is like staring at Monica's boobs, and another guy is, you know, spitting, Spits. and they can't find anybody. And um, Phoebe comes up with the idea like, can't you just get ordained on the internet and like perform weddings and stuff? And she's right. And well, Joey yeah, I do like calls how Monica's it. like, we're getting married, married, not sixth grade married. <laughs> but yes. it's true. Wait, have you done this for friends before? Um, no, but I do have a story that includes an internet minister. Go on. Um, so it was my own wedding. And when we decided we were going to get married, Matt had like an old pastor who was like his mentor and they were just really close. And he's like, I'd really like if Dewey married us. And I was like, that's great. You know, there's no one I have like a strong tie to that I would have asked. So I'm glad you do. And let's ask him. And he said he was happy to, 
but he actually wasn't ordained anymore. Um, and he, he just didn't work at a church anymore. And he had kept, he had kept his ordinance up, except he was just getting hit up left, right, and center to do weddings by like people he didn't know very well. And so he's like, I'm just gonna like not renew it, you know? And so he was like, I can like perform your ceremony, but I actually can't sign your marriage license. Someone else will have to sign your marriage license. And we thought, so oh, like our pastor works. Like you don't have yeah. to be ordained to like do the thing. It's just that somebody else has to be. Well, the ceremony itself is kind of whatever. There's no official thing you have to do. You know, I you can say whatever true, you want. Because you don't even have to have a ceremony. You could just go. No. To- no. Okay. You basically true. just need somebody who is a justice of the peace equivalent who right. has the right to marry you in the state you live in or the country you live in. Because a lot of people even will, like, get married in another country, but then they have to do, like, they have to sign their wedding, uh, what is it, marriage certificate, like, with somebody in yeah. the States. Like, they weren't legally married in the other country. That's what I was saying the other day. I was like, if Ben yeah. and I got married in New Zealand, America wouldn't care unless we go like file right. the paperwork in America. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So it's not like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just usually easier to have somebody marry you who can actually sign that because you have to sign it and send it in for it to be official. Otherwise, like, the state doesn't recognize you as married. Um, you have to apply for your marriage license 30 days or less before your wedding. That's how long the license is good for. And then you have to have somebody sign off saying you did it. Um, so he said he would marry us, but, you know, he couldn't sign the paperwork. And so we're like, okay, well, I'm sure we could find somebody. We were maybe our pastor. You know, we could just have him, like, sign it the yeah. day before or something like that. Um, but then our friend Nick – who I think we've talked, I'm sure we've talked about on the podcast before. We've talked about him. We should really have him on the pod. We should. Last time he was in town, I was like, Nick, you need to be on the podcast. Oh, because he told us recently he was on a flight and he didn't have any music or podcast downloaded. Just one episode of Best Friends Club. (laughs) Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck, doesn't it, Nick? So he had to listen to these two yahoos blather on for 18 pages, front and back. Um, But he always used to say that we should have some sort of... It's actually like... I actually think he was one of the people that inspired us doing this because he was like, you guys should just have like a show. Yeah, he's he's lovely. He's he's always been really encouraging. Very supportive friend to these two (laughs) chatterboxes. He remains a good friend to this day. He just stayed with me like, I don't know three months ago four months ago anyway yeah it was fun um so nick got internet ordained for his college roommate's wedding so he was ordained Ah. and he was coming to the wedding well he actually wasn't coming to the wedding because he was here for work he used to come to Nashville. He doesn't work at this place anymore, but he used to come to Nashville for work a ton because it his job was involved with the music industry. And so he lived in L.A., but he came to Nashville for work, like, gosh, every couple months usually. And this was one where they came here for, like, a week, and then he had to go somewhere else for work, like, 
immediately after that. So normally he would have just, he did it several times where he would like work through Friday, but he would just change his flight and come fly home on Sunday and stay here and just like hang out for the weekend. But for this one, he had to go somewhere else for work. And so he couldn't. And so he actually wasn't able to come to our wedding, which I was really sad about because he was actually one of my only friends who had met Matt more than like for five minutes. Oh, of course. Because the rest of us hadn't been to Nashville as much. He was like probably my first outside friend that didn't live here that met Matt. Actually, he definitely was. Like, he got us tickets to Darius Rucker concert when he was here for work. Uh, Like, when Matt and I had only been dating, like, I don't know, a week or two. But, yeah. So, I mean, Nick has kind of known Matt longer than anybody in my world. But um, he wasn't able to come to our wedding, which is super sad. But he was like, I can sign your marriage license. That is something I could do. So he did, which was great. And then our friend Casey, who was on the podcast, fun fact about Casey and Nick, they both previously lived in L.A. Casey, at the time I got married, lived in New York, but she'd only lived there for like a year or so, maybe two. And in New York, you don't drive. She didn't need to change her license. She just, you know, still had a California license. And she had lived in a house – with like three other girls and when she moved out of that house Nick and three other guys took over the lease that is where he currently lived as of my wedding day and so Casey was my first bridesmaid to show up and she knew Nick so we all were hanging out so we're signing the marriage license and they had to we needed a witness so Casey was going to be our witness and they both our minister and our witness had to write down their name and signature and their address. So according to my marriage paperwork, Casey and Nick were living together and signing marriage licenses on the side because they had the same legal address. (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah. So... Yeah, so I had an internet minister kind of marry me. <laughs> kind of. He wasn't actually there kind for the ceremony, but yeah. So Do you know what I was thinking? What were you thinking? I think I was thinking that I was going to have you get ordained if Ben and yeah. I got married in Hawaii. Yeah. That's why I, I thought was you down were ordained. for that. No, but I'm ready to pull the trigger too on that whenever you ben want. Ben wasn't down for that. Yeah, too bad Ben. <laughs> Ben, why do you suck? Force him down the aisle. <laughs> it won't be hard. We can do it. I believe in us. <laughs> I'm sure I could. Never mind. I won't say that. I was gonna, well. I'll say it anyway. Um, I'm sure I could forge his signature. He's not it's fine. He's oh, not listening. Totally That's right, Ben. Could. I thought you were if gonna. You want... <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you could beat him up, and I was like, you're scrappy, but I don't think so. But yeah, you could totally forge a signature for sure. Maybe kick him in the shin. Kick him in the bad knees. <laughs> um, uh, true yeah. love. Uh, true love. He'd be fine. What's it going to hurt him? Instead of checking the box that says mister, he just still checks the box that says mister. <laughs> says mister. How it's does this true. affect him? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> hmm? It's the second best reason to get married. <laughs> I'm being sorry. It's the third. <laughs> third. <laughs> 
behind oh. being sorry and uh, actually wanting pregnancy to. <laughs> and actually wanting to get married. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously, Ben, how does this affect you? Really? Don't, why is this all about Ben? Gosh. <sighs> ben. I'm just kidding. I love Ben. Um, yeah, I'm ready say, to get... I was, like, I was like, do I want to start talking about how this does affect us really, a.k.a. U.S. taxes? No, I will not. But... Okay. Remember, this is not, not a tax podcast with a hip-hop player. I'm trying so hard to make it a tax <laughs> podcast. Oh, my God. W9. Feeling so fine. Okay, no, we can't do that. <laughs> Nope. That was Renee, everybody. Nope. Hire her. That was Ashley. Ashley, why are you rapping about taxes? <laughs> a W9 is not even a real thing, is it? Yes, it is. Oh. I thought it was a it's... W2 or a 1099. Okay, so a W9 is what you fill out, so you get a 1099 from. Oh, okay. Renee the would person. know because she's. She's been freelancing. So, or I'm is really. this a tax podcast? Ask us all your tax questions. Don't. All I don't. know is that a, you put like in a W nine and you get a ten ninety nine. It's like a quarter into a gumball machine. That's the end of my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Let's let's move on. You don't want to. Let's move knowledge. on. Um. So yeah. So Joey wants to get internet ordained and be well, a minister. You minister. Oh my gosh, did they cut that yeah. out, or did I just miss that part? Was I just busy I snacking? I think you just. There's no one it. better. There's no one greater. Greater. <laughs> um, I'm I remember stainer. seeing it, but it could also just be seared into my memory. True. 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 Um. Sadly, once they uh kind of give in to that idea. I do think it's, well, I'll say this. I do think it's really sweet that Joey wants to do it. Um, and I do think it would yes. be really sweet to, like, be married by somebody who knows you so well, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that's really special. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really nice. I think it will be really great until Joey starts writing <laughs> minister talk. It's a lot of sharing and having and giving and receiving. And receiving. <laughs> and the love that these two givers, givers and receivers and have and share. <laughs> we can too share to love and have and receive and give. give. And I'm not sure what word to put here. How about receive? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is better? Or what do you think is funnier? This or when Joey uses spell check on every single word? Uh, oh, the, the spell check on, on baby kangaroo Tribbiani. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is one of <laughs> the... They are great mammals with full-size aortic pumps. Aortic pump. <laughs> I do... You know what, though? It's kind of in the same spirit of, like, really wanting to help out his friends because he loves them yeah. so much. But, like, being a little bit in over his head with the, like, how do I sound professional and Yeah, formal? it's very heavy on the bless his heart. Yes, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, because he definitely, like, it comes from such a sweet place, right? Like, he wants to do a good job. Yeah. He's taking it seriously, which you don't always get out of Joey. That's so true, I yes. think it's really nice, but also, Lord, help us. Yes, both of those things. Um, but unfortunately for Monica, uh, when they think, you know, oh, we'll just try to gently guide him into telling, you know, better stories. Chandler's like, it could be more personal. You can talk about us and... Maybe I'll talk about how you were in London and, uh, you know, it kind of starts innocently enough. And Mm -hmm. I guess Monica didn't really see the harm in it, but... I didn't really think it through, Mon. Yeah. And honestly, like, you know, let's pretend it's us. If that's us having the conversation and you're like... Oh, we're going to get married. And I'm, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, Ashley, tell Ben who you really hope to go on a date with. This isn't true, by the way, Ben. I'm just, this is hypothetical. Yeah. There's nobody else. Ashley only has eyes for you. Um, <laughs> but. But yes, you, you would never like no. hang us out to dry like that. No, Phoebe. It's like, shut up, girl. Come on. Um, you know what? She does this another time when they're talking about the, all, the one with all the Thanksgivings. She does it to Monica and Chandler, too. Phoebe, she, what are you on about? She does it a few times. I don't think it's malicious, but I do think it's careless. I don't think, it, yeah. But she, she does seem smart enough to know better, but you're right. So it, with the one with the Thanksgivings is when she's like, like we're all telling their worst Thanksgiving stories and Monica tells hers and Phoebe's like, that's not the one I was thinking. And she makes her tell the one where she cut off Chandler's toe. That's right. Yeah. She kind of doesn't pick up on like the social cues that this might not be the time. Yeah. Um, Do you know what though? I, I could, you're right. I could see how Phoebe's like, Oh, come on. It's just a funny story. We can laugh about it. Not realizing that like, they're not ready to laugh about this. Yeah, and I think it's that she just, it's not that she doesn't have any filter, but she doesn't really, like, care too much about what people think. Um, exactly. It doesn't, she and doesn't so she's a, just she kind of like, this is what, it. this is what happened. Like, I don't see what's the big deal. And, you know, they even say it. Yes. They're like, obviously, it worked out the way it was supposed to. So, no harm, no foul. So, anyway, they are... They are, like, talking about it, and they kind of go through the evening and show how Monica comes to the room and kind of starts feeling sorry for herself. And Chandler very Mm. sweetly is like, you're the most beautiful woman in most rooms, you know? Um, And then she kind of lays one on him, and they decide that she's drunk enough that she knows she wants to do this, but not so drunk (laughs) that he should feel bad about it. Apparently, it's perfect That's a perfect amount. amount. Um, and no, obviously, like, they hook up. We all know that. Um, that's not, you know, what was on trial here. Um, and then Phoebe brings it up, like, oh, no, no, no. Ta- say who you really wanted to hook up with. Mm-hmm. And so finds out it's Joey. And Chandler gets really upset. Okay. What do you think? 
The facts are Monica was sad. She was just looking for a meaningless hookup. Joey was a good option. Instead, she found Chandler. But what she thought was going to be nothing turned into the love of her life. Now she's getting married. Chandler is upset that she thought that she was going to look for Joey. What do you think? How do you feel? What do you think about how you feel? (laughs) Um, Like if you're Chandler. Yeah, it's an unfortunate situation. Uh And Chandler, so this part is cut out, but he says... He's so upset because they're like, oh, come on. You know, I didn't find Joey. I found you. And look, we're meant to be together. And she even says, she's like, I'm so glad Joey wasn't there that night. And he says, it's the most romantic night of my life. And I find out that I'm runner up. Yeah. And so I can, okay. I was, um, I can completely understand why Monica did what she did. Like she was really upset about herself. Yeah. She was depressed. She she wanted to go find a hookup and she knew that Joey could be like a no strings attached hookup. Yeah. So, and you know, I mean, I'm not saying like that's a great idea, but like I can totally get where right she was coming from. Yeah. Um but then like Chandler was being really sweet and nice to her about saying that she was such a, you know, the prettiest woman in the room and da 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 and so she okay. So I can I can totally understand kind of her headspace, I guess. Um, but I also understand why she didn't tell Chandler. Like, I don't think that I would have this whole time. I don't think I would have ever been like, and I can also see why she would tell her best friends, Rachel and Phoebe, like, I can, I can see this whole thing. I can totally get it. You know, like, oh, it's especially if you don't know if it's actually going to turn into anything or whatever. Yeah. Um, although I guess nobody found out about the two of them dating until after, you know, they said, I love you. So it was already something. But pushing that aside, like, I can, I can totally see how this is happening and why she kept it from Chandler. I totally get it. For him, I also can totally see why he's so upset because... Yeah. He is kind of used to being like just the funny guy and overlooked and you know, he has that whole self-deprecating thing where it's like he does have like some self-esteem issues and I could see this being devastating for him and it's also a bit humiliating that yeah, other people knew and he didn't know. Yeah, I um I Definitely understand why Monica didn't bring up. I I kind of think it's a moot point. Like, yeah, she was not trying. She it, it's not like she was in love with Joey and like seeking him yes. out. It's not like you she know was what I mean. Like, there were no real I feelings really, there. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so, so I what don't would even be the think, point of even saying that? I, yeah, I, I really I don't think that saying anything. I don't even know why it would matter to bring that up. Yeah. Really, like I don't think it's not like oh, like you should probably know. I used to really have a thing for Joey. That might be worth knowing, but even still, I'm like I don't know that it matters, you know. Um, but it was such a fleeting thought. She didn't really care who it was, honestly. Just Joey yeah. seems like a good target, you know. Yes, so totally, I don't think that her not saying it is like a sin of omission by any stretch of the imagination i think it's just like it's almost irrelevant it's irrelevant yeah agree but but i do understand why 
this news feels hurtful and shocking to Chandler. Yeah. Because he was just under the impression that it was all about them. And whether she sought out for him or Joey or nobody, it's like she was just looking for comfort. She wasn't looking to fall in love. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. But I do understand why it hurts his feelings and why he feels really shocked by it. You know, like, it feels like blindsiding. And I think you said humiliating is, like, like a really good word. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I could imagine like if on the night that Ben asked me out, he was actually coming over because he was interested in some other girl. Like, yeah, does that, that matter? Not like it doesn't matter. Like it is something no. that's kind of like, okay, well, you didn't date her. But if she was like the hot one that everyone had wanted to date and she, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of yeah. what Joey is to Chandler is like, he's the one that's always hooking up and having girls and all this stuff and you know so good at all of that like I could understand like it would just you just feel a little bit like second place yeah and and I like I said it's funny because it's like there really isn't there aren't places you know it's just it was inconsequential to her whoever she hooked up with yeah um but I, Which I still understand. That's not very great either. It's not like no, it's oh, not. It's I don't think anyone would have health- done. But I don't think it's yeah. her healthiest move. But you know, it is what it is. And but I, I, I do. I think that if I found out, oh, when Matt was inviting like my, me and my roommates over to hang out, it's like he was originally trying to get to know some other girl. That would, that would sting, it would sting. a little bit. Yeah, you know, especially um, if you found out because. I already knew or something. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. one of his friends was like, oh, yeah. Renee, tell Matt what actually was going on. Or Matt yeah. told Renee. Was you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's the like, it is. it feels humiliating. Like, oh, every okay, so everybody knew this but me and I'm just the dummy that thought I maybe just, she like, liked me. P- PSA, there is something about like, yes, it sucks to like find out something hurtful, whatever, it is like always worse if you feel like you are not the first one to find out and you've it, not like necessarily everyone knows before you know yeah but it always is worse when yeah, you I find don't know out why it i think it's the humiliation factor yeah i think it is just like okay cool so you guys knew about this and we're like what are you like talking about it you just decided to keep it from me like it, there's just something that's like there's hurt and then there's like enraging or humili- it must be like a pride thing but just PSA out there like if you yeah. just go and again with this situation I can totally see why Monica didn't say something because it does seem inconsequential but for anything else out there in your lives going on like yes okay maybe they're going to get mad at you maybe it's going to be hurtful whatever but like tell people before they find out from somebody else and then they feel like they weren't the first one to know because that's always so much worse yeah, that's just my agreed. little tip for the day. Little tip. My little um, tip. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty rough. Um, but you know, Chandler's upset, and everyone's kind of trying to talk him down. <laughs> and you know, Monica, you know, makes him realize that it's all good and. And she reminds him, like, I'm so glad that, you know, it wasn't Joey. 
I'm so glad yeah. it was you, you know? And then they do a funny little, uh, the one that could have been if Monica and Joey had hooked up. <sighs> and Monica <laughs> is cooking dinner for what looks like five times our current Joey. Um, and she's cooked his favorite again, fried stuff with cheese. Um, And this, if everybody's got their kissing bingo out, this is when Monica and Joey kiss. Oh, yeah. So knock that one off. Oh, man. Stick that in your pipe and kiss it. And fry it. Um, Yeah, so I think at this point, everybody who's going to kiss kisses. Even though we technically uh, find out that Ross and Monica kiss later on. We just don't see it. <laughs> um, That's ha- season 10. Have we already had... We've had Winona Ryder has already been through. Oh, no. That's coming up soon, though, isn't it? Yes. I think it's coming up soon. Yeah. It's Ray one Ray of the next Green? couple episodes. <laughs> Ray Ray. Um, but... Uh, I did actually read a fun little fact about this episode, even though it has nothing to do with people we were just talking about. Um, Sorry, just kidding. Um, I was reading something else earlier, and I realized it's not about this episode. Um, But uh, whenever they do flashbacks like they did for when they were in London – I'm always curious, like, did they film this in real time? Mm. Or like, did they reshoot it? Oh. oh. And I'm pretty sure they reshot this. Basically, looking at Monica's hair, even though they styled it similarly, like, her face just looks... Yeah, She was just so, they made her so pale in the early seasons with like the super dark lipstick that it made her look very gaunt. Um, yes, gaunt is a good word. Yeah. Um, so I think they recreate it, which makes sense because I don't think that they always intended Monica and Chandler to be together. From the hookup. No, I don't think they did. No. Um, I also, I was also thinking that even though they did actually go to London to film, they might not have filmed these hotel room scenes. Oh, in definitely London. not. Definitely not. Yeah. The so whole wedding, like, all of yeah. that is going to be on a soundstage. It's just the like seeing Big the, like, Ben, talking to her, Branson. Yeah. yeah. All that yeah, was on location. Yeah. And you can tell, even by the way it's shot, that it is like not in a controlled environment that they normally film in. <laughs> um, get the lighting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all that, they probably just had to re, poor, uh, set builders just had to recreate all of those hotel rooms. You're like, oh, yeah, I probably have that comforter somewhere. Um, um, that would be true. Do they keep all of the old, um, like wardrobe and stuff like that? I don't know. I, um... The thing I read said that Monica is wearing a different dress, but I couldn't really tell. Okay. It looked the same to me. So I don't know. Um, 
It's mm, hard to okay. say. I don't think that they would have. I don't think they ever really um, film extra like scenes to shake off later. No. I think they just either um, use the actual footage or they just do those like fake out flashbacks that are yeah. new yeah. footage, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you had the foresight to know you were always going to reveal this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I feel like rarely happens. Yeah, I think Um, so. So, yeah. Um, So, yes, they smooth it all over. Everybody's good. And meanwhile, Rachel's just at her apartment minding her own business. And Ross comes over. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. What? We have to... They smooth it. Well, let's just... Uh, you, like, missed a little. So they they um, they um smooth it over, but it's because, like, Joey comes over and, like, says something, like, really nice to Chandler about just, like... He's like, do you know how thankful I am that um, I wasn't there that night? And he's like, we would have had... He's like, I would have comforted oh, her yeah. for, like, five minutes, but you've you guys are so perfect and like it was just really nice because I think part of what was making Chandler feel so bad about that whole thing was that he wasn't who she actually wanted but then like Joey came to, came over and was like yeah okay like I have this gift of like girls seek me out for like you know one good night or whatever but like yeah. I can't do what you can do which is like you know, be perfect with her in this relationship. I could have never given yeah. her that. And you've made her so happy. And so Chandler's like, okay. Oh, cause that's right. Cause he's like, you're, there's no way you're doing our wedding now when that was revealed. Um, right. But then when he's like, okay, you can do our wedding, but you have to say exactly those words. And Joey's like, well, I don't remember them, but it's something about giving and receiving. It's just sweet. Yeah. So they do smooth it over, but it's, I think it's because like, you know, Chandler's unhumiliated. He realizes like, I don't know, his strengths and how, yeah. Anyway. That's a good point. I forgot about that. Loving and sharing. That's okay. I think, I think I also just don't want to talk about the second part because I just don't like it that much. Oh, you don't? (laughs) I think it's funny. No, I don't know why. It's it's fine. Maybe well, it's because what I, Ben is annoying at the best of times, and now he's trying to be annoying, so it's even It's also worse. the worst of times now. <laughs> um, I What I like about this is, um, so yeah, Ross comes over to Rachel's apartment with Ben, makes sure that Joey's special romance <laughs> magazines special. aren't laying out. <laughs> And then lets him use the bathroom. And uh, Ross, you know, can never get enough time with Ben with pressing subjects like work and watching a basketball game. Um, So there's a last minute meeting at school, I guess. And Ross has to. Another paleontology college emergency. So, Rachel, he asked Rachel if she'll watch Ben, which I don't think is an unreasonable request from your friend of, slash ex-girlfriend of, you know, eight years or seven years. Not um, whatsoever. I mean, I they, no, not at all. But Rachel is like, it would just be me and him alone. Um, And she's like, I've never done that before. And 
can't you ask Monica? And she's really nervous. But I like, I I actually kind of like this quality. Um, I think it plays well to her character. Like, it makes sense for her character. I like that she just isn't effortlessly maternal or, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, it feels very real. Like, it feels like a real quality that a woman in her 30s who's been single and, like, doesn't spend a lot of time with kids, like, would be like, ooh, I don't know. Um, Totally. Totally. So I like it. Um, But it's just for an hour, and, uh, like – they're trying to count on the minutes, and she's like, he's like, how much longer till my daddy gets here? She's like, 56 minutes or something like that. 56 minutes. So there's a part where they cut out, where as soon as um, Ross leaves, she's like, this is fun, huh? And he's like, not really. And she's like, do you want a drink? We have Diet Coke. And he's like, I'm not allowed soda. to drink soda. And then she's like, oh, do you want a virgin margarita? And he's like, what's a virgin? And she's like, <laughs> water it water is. it is <laughs> um but there is kind of this thing with like i mean it's just for an hour so it's not i think it would even be better if he was like hey can you just take him to the park or to the zoo like there's something that's what you know? i was about to say was like yeah i know what you're saying is like an hour is almost like too short to do anything yeah of, of like, any significance what do you do with this kid who you have seen like you know here and there, you don't really know much. I mean, I guess she probably knows he, he enough is a about tough him, but like, age. like, yeah, he's not young enough to like read a story or push him around yes. in a stroller. But like, yes. he's not old enough to do. Stroller. I totally. I was, <laughs> I was thinking that too. Like, why not like walk with him to the park or walk to get ice cream or just like turn on the TV for like yeah. an hour or have him. It's true. He's probably too old to color. I feel like coloring's got to be better than this, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Rachel, like, starts to try to get creative. And she's like, you know, me and your daddy used to date. And he was like, yeah, and you were on a break. And they cut this yeah. out, too. But she's <laughs> like, okay, fine. When you're older, I'll tell you that story over a picture of real margaritas, all right? That's right. Um, yes. And um, so he, she's, you know, she's kind of, like, grasping at straws. She's like, okay, so no brothers and sisters, huh? Like, just you? And uh, he's like, yep, just me. And she's like, well, that's nice. You don't have to share. And, you know, you don't have to, like, no one to fight with. And she's like, my sister's Sharing's good. Just, oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay. okay, Ben. That's enough of that. Okay. <laughs> Little brown noser. Um, but she's like, yeah, you know, but my sisters and I just were always at each other's throats and da-da-da. We always make each other's lives miserable. And he's like, like really? Kind of- how? Yeah. <laughs> and so Rachel pulls out all of her old pranks. She's like, you repeat everything they say, scare each mm. other, switch the salt for the sugar. A and then trick. he, yeah, he reacts positively to this information. So she starts going deeper and she colors the edge of the quarter, which I learned in this show. I never knew that one. Oh, I've never heard that one before either. Ooh, before okay. we go further, did you have any, yeah. do you have any childhood pranks? Yes. What? Oh, yes. Sorry, okay. Did you say Wait. yes? I thought. I thought you said. Oh, yes. I didn't say anything. Oh, I was like, I was like, are you answering for me? Is there one you have in mind? No. Yeah. Do you have any childhood pranks that you remember? <gasps> I don't really. I remember being really like probably like five, six, 
at my sister's friend's house and we thought setting booby traps was really funny but basically that was just like putting crap in the hallway (laughs) for people to step on um and they almost never did because they have eyeballs very obvious yeah so i don't know if i'd call that as a a prank as much as just like not cleaning up um just making a mess yeah my sister and i were just more like we yelled at each other a lot yeah um more than like pranks so i don't know what about you (laughs) put crap in the hallway um I never did any pranks like this style that I can remember, but um, my sister and I used to try to prank my Nana, who's my great-grandmother, so always very old when we were little. And like, okay, looking back, this is terrible. But at the time, we didn't think it was dangerous. We just thought it was funny. But I had like, do you remember all those little beads that you could like snap together and like make a necklace or? Yes. Like little plastic. They they weren't like teeny tiny like crafter beads. They were like kids beads, um, like plastic. And so I used to have this like bucket of beads. And I remember when my Nana would go take a shower, we'd throw them out on the bathroom floor. Oh my gosh, Ashley. Have you not seen Everyone's a life says, alert commercial? <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what we thought. Like, did we, we didn't want her to slip and fall? We loved Nana, so I have no idea. You probably why just we saw Home that. Alone too many times. Yeah, I think we did. And we were just like, oh, this yeah. is funny. But then, kids, you know, she'd like shout. We'd have to go in there yeah. and like pick up every single bead. So it was always backfired. But like, and obviously, again, she had eyeballs, so she didn't just like. Also, I don't think it's not like she would have slipped. It would have just been like, ow, like when you step on a Lego, like it would have been like that. So I don't know why we thought it was so funny, but that was probably the extent of my sister once. Is this a prank? Um, for Christmas, she wrapped a present. So, like, normally my mom would be the one that would like get everybody presents from everybody else, and it would be like to Jen from Ash, and I'd be like, I don't know what mm-hmm. this is. Um, yeah. But one year there was a present to me from my sister and like in her own handwriting. And my mom was like, oh, Jen. And she was like, yeah, I did this one special. And I got so excited and I opened it and it was a piece of long hair and it said, go floss your teeth with this. And I got so <laughs> mad. Burn. I, <laughs> I know. I was so, yeah. I was so mad because I got my hopes up that my sister had actually cared enough to get me a present. Oh, we're friends now. She it's likes okay. you now. It's just, yeah, she does. <laughs> um, all I could think of was you guys, your pain of the world, best of the world. Yeah. Really <laughs> solid quality burns. Camera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's about it. Yeah. We were just more fighters. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, I don't um, think I did any other um pranks okay sorry well they well rachel's got some good ones she's got some good ones and uh ben not so smart because he's like hey can i do that to you (laughs) um (laughs) but i love so clearly they pass the time they figure out how to make the hour go very quickly they have a good time (laughs) and ross shows up i'm guessing later the next day and he's got the line down his face. And he's like, I have a bone to pick with you. And she's like, I think I know where this is going. And he's like, yeah, that's right. Saran wrap on the toilet seat. So the pee goes everywhere. 
<laughs> and she's like, oh, that one. And Ross She's like, don't you expresses- think it was a little funny? And he's like, yeah. I was barefoot. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, it's not funny. You're always making fun of someone. I don't want my son to learn that, you know? Yeah. And, and he said, you're uh, laughing at people. You're not laughing with them. Yes. And- yeah. Yes, which they cut all that out, which is stupid. And um, he's like, this is the toilet's the only one you taught him. And she's like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so she's like, I'm just going to go straight to the source. I'm going to Ben. And Carol opens the door. She's got a line down her face. Clearly, Ben Ben was here. this trick. (laughs) Um. And uh, Rachel stops by to see her good friend Carol (laughs) and for a coffee and a chat. And Carol, go ahead. Do you know what I think is the weirdest part? Is that she's like, I was in the neighborhood and I wanted to say hi. And Carol's like, oh, cool, come in. Yeah. I have never, I, I mean, I guess when I lived in Chicago, people used to pop by and it wasn't weird, but um, if, if somebody did that nowadays, I think I'd be like, what? Oh, <laughs> I do people do my that at your friends, house? We do it all the time. Yeah, oh, I love okay. it. Okay, I really cool. do. Um, it just means that I my house thinking, would always have to be clean. Uh, it doesn't though. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be clean. Okay, that's they'll survive. That's they know. Good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. I love it. But I was thinking, I actually thought it was really nice that Kara was like, "Oh yeah, sounds good. Come in." Like she isn't like, "Oh, interesting, Rachel." I haven't seen you in five years. Yeah, exactly. You know, She's like, so nice about Carol's it. Carol is so sweet. And it's just like, yeah, come in. I'll put on the coffee. Doesn't even like yeah. skip a beat. Just happy as a clam. Very nice. Um, And she sets Ben down for a stern talking to. You have to stop that. Where you is, have to stop that. Where is sweet little Ben? Sweet Found little Ben. <laughs> jumps out and scares her. Um. Gosh. But he's doing that very annoying voice to repeat her. It's very annoying, mm-hmm. Ben. Step it. Just step it. Step it. <laughs> and then she's like, do I want sugar sons. in my coffee? Yeah. The answer is no, because it's now yes. salt. And then she says, damn it. Then she says, crap. And he's a freaking little parrot. <laughs> and it's just not good. And clearly, well, like, she says too. She's like, "Your dad really doesn't like these pranks." Yeah, and is is that what she yeah. says to him to like try to get him? Yeah, to stop? seriously, your dad doesn't like pranks. Yeah, and he could care oh, less. Like, seriously, your dad doesn't. That's right. He could care yeah. less. Seriously, your dad doesn't like pranks. Um, <laughs> you did a great job of that. That's a very good impression. <laughs> Professional friends impersonator. Um, but. So he, she can't really get through to him at that yeah. point. And, but then she finally does at the end and she's like, okay, so we agree. No more pranks. And what else? And you we and were daddy were not on a break. Very <laughs> oh, good. Right. We're not on a break. <laughs> and then Ross shows up, just sees Rachel visiting her good friend, Carol Lesbian. Um... <laughs> Oh, yeah. What's her last name? Lesbian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were uh, at a wedding. Yeah. 
True. Um, but yeah, he's like, yeah, there was a line down my face and a student pointed it out and dude, don't you ever wash your face? Um, <laughs> and, uh, he's like, I hate this stuff. And they cut this all out, but Ross is like, I hate this stuff. And Carol's like, what's not funny? And he's like, practical jokes. She's like, well, I think they're funny. And she's like, he's like, you have a line down your face. And when Carol sees her face. And apparently Ross hates pranks because he's like, I'll tell you who it hurts. I was the kid who had all his clothes stolen in gym class and he had to go to the principal's office wearing nothing but a catcher's mitt. Which is sad. Oh, that's right. That is really sad. They did cut all that out. Yes. But then Rachel says, oh, that was you? I heard about you in junior high. Did you really just shake your fist in the air and shout, I will be revenged? (laughs) And he says, and Ross says, I will, I will be. be. <laughs> yeah. And so Ross is like, okay, don't want you teaching him that. And Rachel's like, okay, fine. But he called me fun Aunt Rachel. And I love being oh, fun Aunt Rachel. That's right. Yeah. And that's like, oh, that's the best part. Like being in the auntie is the best because, I mean, yeah. as we see here, like you don't take responsibility. Um, you should get to rile him up and stuff him full of sugar and send him home. Um, yes. The best part. And... He's like, Rachel's like, you know, he doesn't have brothers or sisters. So, like, you know, who's yeah, and she's like, this, this stuff? Is, and she's like, I, it's nothing that he wouldn't. Doesn't she say, like, nothing a kid his age wouldn't normally be learning or something right. like that? Totally. Totally. Um, yeah. So, but she's like, fine, I'll go back to being uncomfortable, boring Anne Rachel. <laughs> but, uh, very end ross comes back and says hey can you watch ben again i got this meeting and he asked for fun aunt rachel so mm-hmm. okay see you later and then ross has a poop sign on his back and ross gets upset and starts to yell at ben and then ben starts repeating him and they walk outside, and Ross is saying he's in trouble. And they run upstairs, and all of a sudden, Ross comes crashing down from the stairs and scares Rachel half to death. Turns out it was a dummy. It was a dummy. It was a dummy. But it's a pretty involved. Yes. It is. But according to the interwebs, when Ross and Ben were pranking her, Jennifer Aniston, didn't know anything about it. So that was a real reaction. Which you kind of think, because oh. she jumps. <laughs> she jumps so high. She, she didn't know what the prank was going to be? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh. That's what the internet says. I don't know. If it's on the internet, it must be true. <laughs> according um, to the internet? <laughs> yes. Uh, well, according to the internets, um, yeah, so they prank her back, which is really funny. Can I ask I a think. question? Sure. You know how, like, we hear about some of the stuff where, it, like, we were talking about the one with the bagpipes the other day and how, like, that was unplanned and funny. Or, like, this one, they, like, got her with the prank. Do you think, have you heard of any episodes of Friends where it was just, like, this one was the worst one to film, like, so-and-so was just not getting their line or like it took forever or we were all like really upset like you never really hear those stories unless you've Mm -hmm. heard some of those 
I haven't. No, I don't have any of the stories. I wonder, like, there must there must be because it's their jobs, right? Like, it seems like yeah. a cool job, but it's still a job. It's still work, and so there's definitely yeah. like good parts and bad parts. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I know that like none of them liked the Rachel and Joey storyline. Oh. None of them liked that. So, you know, I'm sure there are things like that that they didn't like. Nobody liked the monkey. Oh, that's right. Remember? Most of all, David Schwimmer, so, we learned in the reunion. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was on his so I feel shoulder like grabbing Yeah, I feel like there are definitely things like that that like are less than fun to film. And, that's a good know. point. I could totally see if I was the one that had to have this monkey on my shoulder and it was like eating worms and then touching my head and then I had to be like you know like okay action oh hey everybody the monkey did it like the second the camera was not rolling I'd be like get this thing off of me get me like I need a towel like I would not be pleasant I know and I think certain things like you know if there's like one line or one scene it's so fleeting it's over so fast but when you have something like that like a whole plot line dedicated that you don't like, that you have to, like, live in, you know? It's not just, like, oh, there was this one scene. I just didn't think it was that funny, and so it was, like, harder to get through. I feel like that stuff kind of rolls off your shoulder. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know what to compare yeah. that to in our work. Like, somebody not calling you back when they said they would or, you know, I don't know. Or, like, know. an annoying like, meeting or something. Little annoyances. Like over yeah. and done. Yeah. Once it's done, you're like, eh, whatever, tomorrow's a new day. And you don't really think about it much because it doesn't really affect you all that much. But things like yeah. having to deal with a monkey for six months and... That is a good point. Yeah. Those are the things you probably, like, can't let go of. It's like being on a terrible team or working on a project you hated that lasted months and months and months. Yeah. Um, but this one sounds like it's pretty fun to film. Um, this is the last time we see Carol ever. Yes. Bye, Carol, lesbian. Bye, Carol. We we haven't seen Susan in years, so we don't know what she's doing. Do we never see? I mean, obviously, we wouldn't see her again, right? If we if this is the last of Carol, it must be the last of Susan. I think so. And I'm like, how many times do we see Ben after this? Can't be many. Oh, good question. We've already had the holiday armadillo, so that's already happened. Yeah, I, don't know. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be, this has got to be one of them. One of the last yeah, times. Yeah, it must be. Because this age is like the last time. Do you know what's interesting? They never show Ben with his new sister, Emma, do they? Right. Mm-mm. Not a once. Hmm. Not a once. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So that is the that's pretty much it with the one with the truth about London. Well, oh, except it's it. not. Yes, thank that you. we know I about. Was say <laughs> that's pretty much it for the TV version of the truth about London. But people, we're here to tell you that there is an entire storyline cut out of this episode. There is a criminal underbelly. 
on the dark web trying to take away what is rightfully yours as a friend. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going. But yes, that is true. She is everything she just said is correct and accurate. It's correct. It's big pharma this time. Big (laughs) milk conspiracy. (laughs) Tell them what it is. Tell them what it is. Oh, oh, I thought you were taking it away. Um, Oh. There is an entire storyline that has been scrubbed for time. What do you think about that, huh? Apparently, it aired during the 40-minute version. I don't know why they were doing these random 40-minute versions just this season. Maybe they were still competing with Survivor. I guess. I am all for a 40-minute episode of Friends, but why don't we get that now? Why are you taking things away from me that are rightfully mine? Um, so there's not only just, like, a lot of lines cut out of this episode. There's a lot of the Monica and Chandler plotline cut out. There's mm-hmm. a lot of the Rachel and Ross plotline cut out. And then there's there is an entire plotline for Phoebe... That yes. is just bet you guys didn't know this. Phoebe has a planet. whole side it, story. It's so pivotal to the rest of the show. I don't know how they cut it out. I'm just <laughs> kidding. She gets a headache. Yes. <laughs> and it's where we learn basically Phoebe's birth date and middle name and. No, we don't. No jokes. She just gets a headache. Oh, I was like, what? Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, she has a headache. And uh, she's like, I don't believe in Western medicine. Monica's trying to give her what I assume is like an Advil equivalent. And uh, she's like, no, no, no. If you just pinch your thumb and your forefinger right here, well, then your hand starts to hurt and you still have a headache. So I'll take the pills. And... Uh, Monica is very sweet and she like pampers her and is like, why don't you lay down? We'll get you some pillows. I'll turn on the TV. You can just relax. Oh, yeah. I'll rub and I'll make you feet. some tea and saying? I'll rub your feet. Yeah. She's very sweet. <laughs> uh, and then Joey's and like, like oh, Joey me, goes my like, head, my back. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my head. And he just like sticks his big old ugly shoes up in Monica's face. Like, oh, yes. rub my feet. Yes. <laughs> and so then later, Phoebe comes in to the coffee shop. And she's like, it's a miracle. My headache is completely gone. What are those pills? And Monica says, hexadrin, and gives her the pill, or gives her the bottle. And she's like, ooh, hexadrin, I love you. Look, it comes with a story. it comes with a story. (laughs) And she's like, oh, no, no, those are just like the side effects. And Phoebe's like, the what? And then Phoebe starts reading it. Of course, you know, we've all seen every medical commercial ever. Dizziness, nervousness, drowsiness, facial sweating, nausea, headache. Yeah. Headache. I love that. Yes. And then uh, Monica or Freebie's like, okay, well, you didn't tell me any of this when you gave me these little death capsules. Oh, I'm sorry. Extra strength death capsules. Extra strength death capsules. And then she's like, that never happens. And Phoebe's like, well, then why do they put it on the box? And she's like, well, just in case it happens. In case it happens. (laughs) Yeah. And then the rest of the time, Phoebe is, you know, kind of like when she pretends to be pregnant and is, like, lowering herself into the chair without bending. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like, phantom pregnancy syndrome. Um, She's like, I think I have liver damage, and, like, grabbing her side. And she's like, 
no, your liver is over here. And she's like, and she's that's like, because I'm, I'm disoriented. Dis- disoriented, yeah. <laughs> and then at one and point, she's- Chandler is like, quit being such a baby. And she's like, oh, it's funny you should call me that since now I may never have one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my face is swelling. Does it look like my face is swelling? Oh, it's so funny. And then she's like, it's crazy that they can cut all this out so seamlessly. It's like kind of insane. Honestly. Um, and... And then at the very, very end, right? Well, she's like, did you ever feed him these poison capsules that make you bleed from the eyes? (laughs) Like, he's just, she's so ridiculous. Like, she's so ridiculous. She's being so annoying, which is quite funny. I know. Um, But yeah, at the very end. Imagine being Monica and handing your friend, like, an Excel or Excedrin or whatever and having them, like, follow you around for the next six hours, like, complaining about yeah, but then she's like, okay, it's only a six-hour pill. I'm out of the woods. <laughs> yes, and she's she's like, so funny. No bleeding, no swelling, no da-da-da, no dun. No rash, no hives. I'm just so happy. No hives, no euphoria. Oh. Oh. No mild state of euphoria. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Phoebes. Anyway, it is crazy. You basically just saw it because we just did it yeah, flawlessly. We recounted the entire. Yeah, you're welcome. No further and questions. Scene. And <laughs> scene. And scene. Um, yeah. So sorry that they took that from you. You deserve better. Yeah. I don't know why they're trying to take everything from you. Slash us. Um, it is on my DVD box set, but I'm missing a lot of discs, so I don't know if I have that one or not. Mm-hmm. I've been sticking to the old buying a season at a time from Amazon. Are you um, buying buying it or renting it? Buying buying it. It's so much cheaper. Oh, okay. It's like anywhere from like six to ten dollars for a season. So as we are that's like awesome. going through the, the podcast, I just like buy a season. Like when we get to the next yeah, one, when we get closer to eight, I'll just buy eight. So it's spread out. It's you know yeah, so no. it's really not that much money, but you know, just like oh, then it doesn't feel like such a blow, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, I bet you yeah. there are so many of these DVD box sets sitting at like garage sales all around America. I know. I'm just so afraid that like my DVD player is gonna short out, and I'm not gonna replace it. Oh no, it. totally, no, no, totally. I, I I was just thinking like for anybody who wanted to, I bet you could go find them yeah. all over the place. But um, yeah, no, I sure. think having the online copies is smart. I just wish that the online versions were the full version because there's really no harm in. There's no reason not to. There's no reason not to. Just give us the it's pretty the archives. Come on, give me. Um. <laughs> well, next week. <laughs> Give us the archives. Give the people what they want, what they deserve. Um, next week we have the one with the cheap wedding dresses. Ooh. Mm. So this is Brooklyn. So this is Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so everybody get your best wedding whites and join us. Bring your own whistle. Oh, good idea. And yeah, and we'll see you guys then. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.